No more chains are binding me. I'm totally free. Hello, Faith Family, and welcome to another edition of Totally Free. It's the radio broadcast ministry of Free to Worship Ministries, now in Midway, Florida, where Pastor Ken Colvin is our senior pastor. Turn to Luke 11 and let's see what the disciples ask Jesus to teach them about. Take your time. Luke chapter 11. That's good. Now it came to pass as he was praying in a certain place when he ceased, Mm -hmm. that one of his disciples said to him, Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. This is the only recorded ask of what the disciples asked Jesus to teach them about. The only one. Look throughout the whole New Testament. The only time they ever asked them to teach us to do something was this right here. Lord, teach us to pray as John also taught his disciples. So he said to them, when you pray, say, Our Father in heaven, I'll be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us day by day our daily bread and forgive us our sins. For we also forgive everyone who is indebted to us. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. This is commonly called the Lord's Prayer, although out of all things that it could be called, that's probably the worst and most inaccurate that you Mm -hmm. could possibly call it. Mm -hmm. It would be better called the model prayer. It was never meant to be some kind of rope prayer for you to pray, although I don't get offended by it if you pray that prayer. So if somebody asks you a prayer and you pray that prayer, I'm not going to get offended by it. But that was never what it was intended to do. Now, my baseball team in Southern Maryland, Lackey High School, every time we hit the field, we got together, put our hands together, and we all prayed the Lord's Prayer, or the model prayer, as better said. However, it wasn't a rote prayer that Jesus was trying to teach us. He was trying to show us how to pray. Mm-hmm. Since this is a combined service and I don't want us to be here for a long time, I know Brother Ken's going to travel afterwards to go see his mama, and I want to be respectful of that too. I know a lot of you guys have family plans, so let's just get to it all right quick. First, let's notice some things and some highlights about this. Jesus said, Father. Yes. Now, this is kind of a big deal. Right. You say, why is that a big deal? Well, we're coming at it on this side of the fence, but think of how they would have been taught how to pray and taught how to be and taught the names of God. They could have used any number of the variations of the name of God. Think of all the words for Jehovah. We sang about one just a minute ago, Jireh, Jehovah Jireh, Mm -hmm. our God who supplies, Jehovah Shemoth, Jehovah Rapha, Jehovah Nisi. They could have used any number of the names of Jehovah. They could have used any of the names of Lord Adonai. They could have used any of the names of the Lord or the plethora of names that God was known by. But he used a name that was not familiar with the Old Testament saint. Mm -hmm. Father. This is something, however, that they could really understand. He wasn't some distant deity out there that didn't care about them, but he was a loving daddy that thought and cared about them on a daily basis. So first of all, just think about that, Father. You could address your heavenly Father, Daddy, Abba. God, I love you. Why? You don't have to come in as some distant deity. He is there. He is your daddy. Amen. Now, for some of you, that's going to take on different meanings. 
For some of you, you never had a close relationship with your dad, so that doesn't really mean anything to you. For those of us that have enjoyed a great relationship with our dad, that has significant meaning. I hope that you, no matter whether you had a great relationship with your dad or maybe now as a man, some of you, you're, you're having that relationship with your son. And so you can at least get that feeling of what that's like. Mm -hmm. But God himself is our father. Second of all, he should be praised. We should praise him in our prayers. Amen. Tell him how good he is. Thank him for the blessings. But more than that, just thank him for how good he is in your life. He needs to be praised. He likes Amen. to hear praise. Amen. Thirdly, we're helping to bring God's kingdom to earth. So don't forget about that. We're bringing God, like, why, we, why we're here, why you are purposed for God. Mm -hmm. Listen to this. You are purposed by God. You have passions and giftings and skills that nobody else in here has. That's it. And however God has purposed and passionate and gifted you, he has put you here to bring glory to him. And in bringing glory to him, you are bringing the kingdom of heaven to earth. See, we sing about the sweet by and by. But really what God wants is the sweet by and by right here on earth. Now, let's be honest. Right now, it's a lot of hell on earth. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of hell on earth. I just cannot stand the current events that's going on right now. I can't stand them. I hate the way that people do people and, and all, the, all the problems of violence and all the things. But you know what? All this stuff was predicted. Mm -hmm. Every little bit of this was predicted. And guess what? That's why he put us here. So that we could bring light. And if you don't bring light in the darkness, then that's on us. That's it. But there has to be darkness for light to even mean anything. So he's trying to bring God's kingdom here to earth. Fourthly, he asks about the needs being taken care of. Give us this day our daily bread. You know, that's where we <laughs> we normally put the needs first, right? Yep. Dear God, hey, I'm, about, I'm not really using you as this sugar stick, God, but I'm about ready to ask you, like, you're the sugar daddy. Like, I'm, I'm going to ask you all the things that I need. <laughs> That's not really the ultimate purpose in prayer. <laughs> and we'll talk about that at the very end here in just a minute. Fifthly is this, we're to ask for forgiveness and, and, and to forgive. So please understand this as Christians. Every person in here is called to forgive. If somebody has offended you, you are called to forgive. Yep. If you're a believer, you have no other choice. You have no other choice. You say, I don't know if I want to forgive. That's not, that's never, that is never the response of a Christian. Right. Never. If somebody has offended you, it is your job as a Christian to forgive. Why? Because you want forgiveness, don't you? Amen. Could you imagine God the Father saying, no, I don't forgive you of that one, man. Out of all the things, no, you did that. I'm done. I'm, I'm done with you. But that's how a lot of Christians operate. But that's not really how... <laughs> We're supposed to operate. Even when God teaches us about prayer, he teaches us that. Amen. And lastly, we're to ask for deliverance from temptation because Lord knows we all get put into temptation. Amen. He knows every person in here's triggers and every one of you have triggers. Come on. Don't put yourself up like you're high, like you don't have them. Like, man, I've had enough church 
Pastor Doug, I've had enough church to get by. Nah, Tex. You don't have enough church to get by. Because the, the, the wicked one, the evil one, he knows your triggers. And he'll go right for them. Amen. And just when you think you want them, just when you think you want them, he comes in the back door. And you don't even know he's there. You're in the midst of worshiping. You're thinking, oh, hallelujah, I'm done. And man, after that, whoo, he just comes in real slick. He comes in real slick. I also want to add, lastly, that we want to seek the face of God, not the hand of God. Mm, we want to seek the face of God, not the hand of God. See, see, a lot of us, we want to seek the hand of God, but when you're in the presence of God and you're enjoying God, you will automatically get blessings. Don't be the kid that comes up to his daddy that his daddy's sitting on the couch. His daddy's holding a few coins. Mm -hmm. Instead of being with his daddy, the kid pries his daddy's hands open, takes the coins and runs. Mm -hmm. Could you imagine if you were the daddy, how that would make you feel? Isn't that how we do God in prayer sometimes? Man, daddy, I'm just going to open your hands up and get those few little coins and I'm going to run away. And you don't spend time in the presence of your daddy. Come on. What an offense to a daddy. Guys, in prayer, this is what we want to do. We want to seek God's face. Amen. And as yeah. we continue yeah. on this journey in prayer, none of us have mastered it. None of us have got this all right. Come Brother on. Ken's going to bring some great points out as well. Thank God, amen, for fellowship. Midway. Come on, give fellowship. Fellowship, God bless you. God bless you, Pastor Doug. Wife Anna, thank God for all the ministries and the elders. Thank God for the great hospitality team that y'all have. Tell y'all how to y'all off the chain hospitality. Hey, y'all give it up. Y'all be leaving us some strawberries and some blueberries. I'd be like, praise the Lord for fellowship midway because I was hungry. <laughs> Glory. We passed the Dunkin' Donut. God bless you. Amen. <laughs> amen. Thank God for my loving wife. Let's give it up, amen, for my wife. God bless you. Thank God for all the ministers, all the ones, amen. Listen here. When we come together, we come together, amen, to show another side of God. Amen. amen. I thank God for my brother. Amen. Hallelujah. Pastor Doug, I tell you, we are so much alike in so many ways. Amen. My brother from another mother. Amen. We have this Oreo ministry going on. Anybody love Oreos? Come on, lift your hands. Come on, get delivered. You ate some last night. Come on. That is all your pictures going on. Hallelujah. Amen. Real quickly, Luke 11. I'm going to kick it back. Amen. Right? Amen. With my brother, just that first verse. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to give you a couple points. We're going to get out of here. I know you some of you got the meat marinating, getting ready. I know some ready to go yeah. go to the beach. Amen. But thank God that you came on today. I know some, amen, had to leave. But it's okay. But thank God because me and Pastor Della want to make sure that both churches always see, amen, God, amen, in different facets, but still, we are, he's our father, all our father. Amen? Amen. So we just bless God. Luke 11 and 1, I'm just going to go over that first verse, amen, a few points and I'm going to be out of here. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God that Pastor Doug gave me seven points up. Amen. So we in the lead for seven points, so I cannot drop the ball. Amen. I cannot. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And it came to pass that as he was praying in a certain place, look what Jesus was doing. Amen. You, amen. People around you, they're watching what you're doing. 
They're watching how you talk. They're watching how you pray. They're watching how you sing. They're watching all these things. So look what's going on. Amen. They said, and he was praying in a certain place where he ceased and he stopped. And one of his disciples, somebody shout one of his disciples. We don't know which one, but I can take a wild guess. <laughs> the word always talk. Yeah. Who y'all thought it was? Who y'all think it was? Ooh, by the way, I can just take a wild guess. <laughs> I can take a while, I guess. And he said unto him, and said unto him, Lord, teach us to pray. Now, this other part that stood out with me out of all the time I read this scripture, this passage, I thank God. No problem. You keep reading the word, every, uh, different things that pop out give you revelation. And it said, as John, watch this, watch Somebody shout, as John. As John. As John also taught his disciple. Now, understanding, so that means that John had disciples. See, sometimes we look at the Bible like only Jesus had disciples. But John also had disciples too. Amen. John disciples was a little different than Jesus' disciples. Amen. John disciples weren't close to Jesus, but they were close to John. And John was close to Jesus. So we understand it was still a connection because of John had a part to play in Jesus. That's it. But the disciples begin to realize and see John disciples over in the corner being taught how to pray. And they was with Jesus, but they didn't know how to pray. Now, understand, really, at that time with Jesus, they didn't have to have, have to really pray because they was with him. Amen. You know how it is when our children are with us, they ain't got to worry about too many things. But baby, when you move out the house, that's when you got to start worried about the phone bill. Come on here. That's when you got to start worried about, come on here. <laughs> Both my sons, they moving this week. Amen. Hallelujah. And uh, they get their own little place. And you live in that house, but they moving. They got their own place. And amen, they got their money. I'm so glad they had to call me, ask for no money. I said, Lord, I thank you. They done learned something. Y'all better come over here. Amen. You know, I, uh, I, I ain't have to let them use my truck. They said, we got our own U-Haul. I said, praise the Lord. You're learning something. Anybody got children can understand what I'm talking about. Yes, sir. Just keep on waiting. <laughs> but you know, we're still there. Right. But he said, teach us how to pray. As John taught his disciples how to pray. The first thing that leaves a Christian life and begin to become, uh, 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 go down is your prayer life. Somebody shout your prayer life. Your prayer life. You can go to church. You can pay your tithe. You can sing songs. But the first thing that leaves your life and the first challenge in your life is praying. Amen. How you can be doing all the things in the body. Amen. Sometimes I ask God to forgive me because I ain't praying like I should have prayed. Come on here. I got up that morning, man. I checked my email. I checked my but I didn't get in the way. Amen. Hallelujah. I didn't pray so so much. I must pray much. I pray more. I must pray more. Why? Because the enemy knows that is your communication from earth to heaven. That's it. They had a song, Jesus on the main line, tell them what you want. Come on here, somebody. You may can't get through mom or daddy, but you can get to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Your prayer life means something. Your prayer life is a, a central thing that everybody must do. When was the last time you prayed? You know how the enemy, it takes a lot. It takes everything that you have to pray. It don't take a lot to do other things, but it takes something because you got to humble yourself and submit yourself when it's time to pray. That's it. Come on. Now understand, God get a little insulted all the time you pray to him when you want something. Yeah. Just like your child, they only call They only call you, they only want something. Amen. How do they only call you, you want something? But say, I'm just calling you just say, hey, daddy, hey, mama. You feel a little bit better. Come on here. Then you ask them, what do you need? Yeah. You all right? Yeah. Yeah. Amen. 
But you know you get hate to get them phone calls. We already know it's, that's a money call. Come on here. You got some friends in your life, hallelujah. You got some people in your life that only reach you when they want some. But God said, can you just pray to me when you don't want that? Or can you just pray to me for somebody else? Because a lot of times we have selfish prayers. And we look at what happened these last couple of days, amen, in Texas and Buffalo. And how in the world should we get on our knees and ask God for anything? We should be praying for those families. Yes, I was looking, amen, the young guy, amen, they one that uh, in the classroom, and amen, he played dead. Yes. See, he played dead. Yeah. But look at here, there's some things in our life that we got to be more concerned about praying for than what our flesh wants. Yeah. So the disciples said, Lord, teach us how John is teaching his disciples how to pray. They got schools now will teach you how to prophesy and teach you how to talk in tongues and all this stuff. Baby, you need to learn how to pray. And if you know how to pray, you'll find yourself in the spirit realm. You'll find yourself doing everything. Yeah, you'll find, oh, come on here. Lord, teach me how to pray. Teach me. It's something, amen, we should all understand. A prayer, amen, is a petition. What is your petition today? Amen, Holland. What is, amen, your request to God? Yes. So much, y'all. Lord, teach us how to pray. Lord, teach us how to pray. I'm almost done. Well, if you're writing, amen, hallelujah, some notes, amen, hallelujah, I came to my spirit, the P in prayer. Prayer positions you and it powers you. Yes. Prayer positions you. See, many of you are out of position because your prayer life is weak. Amen. You are in a very low kill zone when your prayer life is weak. Uh, I can be doing everything. Yeah, I have fresh revelation, going to hot revivals and going to see all these, but still don't have a prayer life. Mm. Prayer powers me and positions me. The A in prayer. Amen. We shall always pray. Somebody shall always pray. Always pray. Anytime and anywhere. That's amen. amen. On your break, you should be praying. You can have a silent prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Everybody got to know that you're praying. But you should pray always. Men have to always pray and not to faint. I'm going to ask a question, amen, a couple of weeks ago. Who was the first person in the Bible to pray? Who was the first person? Don't say that free words. But who was the first person? I want you to Google that real quick. Who was the first? Get, get your phone out real quick. Google. You be Googling everything else. <laughs> <laughs> we got a Google generation. Who was the first person in the Bible pray? The first person. What did he say? Y'all Google it? Because <laughs> see what Adam and what Cain, who was it? I, I can't hear you. Abraham. Huh? Abraham. Abraham was the first one to pray. What did he pray for? He petitioned God about Sodom and Gomorrah. Understand, Adam didn't have to pray when Adam was in tune with God. He was right there with him. Amen. He walked with God. That's right. Hallelujah, I'm praying to something I'm already with him. Come on, here, somebody. Oh, amen. <laughs> why, say, why, why, why your disciples ain't fast? Because they had to fast when they were with Jesus. But after Jesus left, baby, they had to fast. Come on, here, somebody. That's why you understand that we got to do something on and keep ourselves in line with God. So don't tell me that you done made it. Amen. I love Pastor uh, Doug said, nobody has master prayer yet. That's it. Nobody. That's Jesus always prayed. Yep. Amen. Hallelujah. Real quick, and it says, uh, my mother, he in prayer. Amen. Prayer exalt God over Satan. When you're praying, you're exalting God now. Amen. Also, the R in prayer, prayer reminds you of God's promises. Yes, the four type of prayers we have. We have individual prayers. 
It's just like I'm, I'm, I might pray and my wife pray, amen, separate. Then it's time when we come together as a corporate, amen, and pray. Some of us are not praying with our spouses, praying over our children. That's why we got to pray over our children before they go to school. We got to pray, amen. I know. I remember going to school, amen. Hallelujah. My grandma used to know what all. We go to school shining, amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> shining. Forehead just shining. Amen. Glory to God. Grays down. Just grays on down. <laughs> Amen. It's not all of them up, amen. I think, amen, next school year, I'm going to stand outside the camp and start all the kids up. Who are with me? Come on here. We got to all them up. That's right. That's right. Amen. We got to teach our children how to pray because we don't know what's going to happen. Well, they know the prayer life is, it makes sense. Come on here to God. That's it. Amen. So individual prayer, corporate prayer, organized prayer. Organized prayer, when you're praying for a certain thing, a specific thing. Yeah. A lot of times we get to God, we just be praying everything. We just be, uh, yo, you don't know what you're praying for you, after you done got up. Amen. Hallelujah. You have an argument, and this is the thing. I'm going to pray for this certain situation. That's it. Somebody shall organize prayer. Organize prayer. The last thing, prayer matures you. Prayer matures you. Prayer increase your faith. You want to get more faith? Start praying. Don't tell me you got faith and you're, you're not praying. Somebody shout, the devil is a lie. The devil is a lie. Prayer, God, prayer make God's bigger than your situation. When you begin to pray, you're like, man, my situation ain't nothing. When you begin to exalt God, who he is. Come on here, somebody. Hey, you know what? When I pray, I ain't nothing. And stop begging God when you're praying. God don't like you begging him. Come on here. Say what you need to say and get on up. <laughs> Prayer shuts the door to temptation. Amen. It prepares you when you're going to go through something, but prayer shuts the door. Prayer arms you in the spirit realm. It prepares you for something that's about to get ready to happen, and you don't know what's about to happen. Amen. Yes. It'll, it'll reroute you from a car wreck, from a uh, place, a thing you should have been in. God said, because you had a prayer for spirit, not make you sensitive to God. That's it. Prayer is the main ingredient to our faith. So I shot the main ingredient. The main ingredient. Prayer is mandatory for the saints. Everybody should be on the prayer team. It shouldn't be just, hey man, 100 people in church, but only five people on the prayer team. Everybody should be on the prayer team. Everybody's called to pray. Pray without ceasing. Prayer invites God into your business. One thing about God, God is not going not to get in your business because you got free will. He said, now you invite me and I come in. I invite God into my business. Come on here, somebody, because he know best for me. That's it. Invite God. I done met, you done met this mate. Come on here. God, is this the mate for me? But he looks so good. She looks so, No, God needs you to show me his intentions and his, her agenda. Come on here, somebody. Prayer will reveal some things. Somebody try to go pray about it. Somebody try to go put some prayer on it. Don't put some prayer on it. God, I need to buy this house. So you need to go put some prayer on it first. Because you don't know what the foundation crack. I know they got it all nice and neat, but you don't know what's going on in the foundation. The prayer will really come on here. Will give you an insight. Say, no, don't you purchase that home. <laughs> prayer was saying, ah, oh, that job is not for you. But I'm making this so much money. No, it's not for you. Somebody shout. 
Lord, teach us how to pray. Santi V gave out praise right there. Come on and bless God. Come on. Hallelujah. We're going to have a general prayer today. Just stay right where you're at. Just lift your hands all over the building. And this is a prayer to ask God to increase your prayer life. Let us be more prepared than we was back when 2020 hit, when COVID hit. None of us were really prepared. We didn't have the insight. I'm like, God, why did we, I didn't see that. <laughs> Come on here, somebody. I get personal when uh, uh, things happen and, amen, I wasn't informed of what God, I want to hear. I want to see what's going on, God. I want to prepare the people. God said, how are you going to see and be prepared? It's through your prayer life. God will show you some stuff in your prayer life. He will give you the code. Prayer gives you the cheat code. <laughs> prayer will begin to reveal things around you. God said, if I can just get one righteous person to pray for the sinner man. Because the Bible says, and God, and we know that God does not hear sinners' prayer. But the reason why sometimes they send a prayer is heard because of somebody righteous praying for them. You had a grandmother, you had a grandfather, you had somebody in your family praying. Come on. Yes. That's why God is waking some of you up two or three o'clock in the morning. Not to eat the leftover apple beads. Come on here. <laughs> Lord, teach us how to pray. So, Father God, I thank you, God, for these vessels. I thank you for this great house. I thank you, God. We deny ourselves when we pray. Selfishness begin to die when we pray. Our attitudes begin to be cast off when we pray. And we begin to pray for something. God begin to reveal people that you haven't seen in 5 or 10 years, 20 years. And you don't know they're going through something. But God will put them in your spirit. But God, I can't do it if you're too occupied. So, Father, we thank you now for every hand lifted now. God, I thank you for every hand and vessel in this house. God, I should strengthen them, God. Let them balance their life. I know they have busy lives, God. I know how they have a life. But, God, let us not be too busy to pray. Even Daniel, God, Daniel prayed three times. God, let us have a, a regular prayer that's going to make sense, God, and it's going to help this community, God. Can we give you praise? Let us pray, God, for the ones over in Russia and the ones over in Afghanistan, all the ones right in Ukraine, God. Let us pray for ones in prison, God. Let us pray for the orphans, God. Let us pray for the ones out on the street. We got so much to pray for and about, God. So we should have a prayer life, but we thank you. We pray for the sick and shut in. We pray for churches and leaders right now. God, we pray, God, for our, our, our president, God. We pray for this government, God. We pray for the city of Tallahassee, God. The city of Midway, Quince, God. We pray for all these surrounding big men areas, God. We pray for marriages, God. We pray that that husband, God, begin to love his wife like Christ loved the church. We pray for that wife, God, that you get to honor and submit to her husband. We pray that they begin to submit to each other. We pray for the children begin to walk in obedience right now to their parents. God, we pray now for the elderly, God. We pray, God, hallelujah, for everybody that's connected us. And we thank you for a stronger prayer life in Jesus' name. Come on and thank God for your increased prayer life. Come on and shout hallelujah. Come on and shout Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, we thank you now. In Jesus' name, we're going to ask, amen. Mr. Mayor, as he come, hallelujah.
today's message and invite you to fellowship with us at our new location. That's 32319 Blue Star Memorial Highway in Midway, Florida, 32343, where God wants to meet you midway. Until next time, Faith Family, be blessed and remember, in Christ you are totally free. No more chains are binding me. I'm totally free.